Hi there, Mark here. Just a heads up that this show was recorded before UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson announced his resignation. We'll be all over that story tomorrow. Until then, enjoy the show. Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Thursday, July 7th, and this is your FT News Briefing. A U.S. Supreme Court ruling on environmental protections could also diminish the power of other regulators. In China, college students with Marxism degrees are finding themselves in hot demand. A lot of Chinese private enterprises, they, they are very keen to engage with the government. So Marxism graduate students are very well placed to help these private companies. But first, the upheaval in British politics. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. The storm clouds over Boris Johnson continue to gather, along with calls for him to quit. He and opposition leader Keir Starmer went head-to-head in the House of Commons yesterday. And he's only in power because he's been propped up for months by a corrupted party defending the indefensible. Mr Speaker, the, the difference between this government and that opposition is we have a plan and they do not. But later in the day, Johnson met with members of his own cabinet who also urged him to resign. Johnson said, though, he's not going anywhere. And the British pound hasn't gone anywhere either, despite all the turmoil. Currency traders seem unfazed by all the drama. To find out more, I'm joined by our markets editor, Katie Martin. Hey, Katie. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing well. So um, what's going on here? Uh, Why is Sterling barely moved since ministers in Johnson's government began quitting in mass on Tuesday. It's really easy to say, oh, look, you know, Sterling's been having a bad time over these past few weeks. Boris Johnson's been having a bad, bad time over these past few weeks. They must be one and the same thing. And they're, and they're not, right? So there's a couple of things going on at the same time, and that's kind of a little bit confusing, I guess. So the dollar is screaming higher because the dollar always does scream higher when people look for safety because bad things are happening. And currently, investors are looking down the barrel of a recession. So the dollar's pushing higher. So it's pushing higher against sterling. It's pushing higher against the euro. The big picture for sterling is bad, but there is no short-term movement making it any worse that's coming out of the politics. And that's kind of really weird. So what could unsettle sterling, if anything? The only thing that can really move sterling a lot around is calling a general election, if you can imagine such a a horror show. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, it's not hugely obvious that that's going to happen imminently. The promised referendum on Scottish independence from the UK, that could be a market mover. Mm. Or, as one hedge fund manager put it to me yesterday, it is possible that if... Boris Johnson does go, then there could be a rally because it would just like put an end to this kind of ridiculous charade of of UK politics. That's the FT's Katie Martin and her crystal ball. Thanks so much, Katie. (laughs) You're welcome. You can borrow my crystal ball if you like. (laughs) It breaks sometimes, but you know. The U.S. Supreme Court recently issued a ruling that reduced the power of the country's top environmental regulator. It curbed how much the Environmental Protection Agency can regulate greenhouse gases. The ruling isn't just a blow to climate activists, though. It could handcuff other regulators as well. The FT's Stefania Palma explains. 
So the ruling is important because it essentially has put forth a specific legal doctrine that could potentially be used to challenge and bring lawsuits against other regulators. And the reason is the Supreme Court decision uh, essentially said unless regulators in the U.S. have been expressly, again, authorized by Congress to regulate in a certain way and implement certain rules, if they try to propose new types of measures, it could become far, far harder for them. So, Stefania, I imagine a lot of people like Democrats who believe in regulation are extremely upset by this. But uh, who's celebrating? Republicans, probably, right? Absolutely. So all of the lawmakers and uh, largely they've been Republicans so far. For instance, the, someone that we spoke to was Pat Toomey, who's the most senior Republican on the Senate Banking Committee. And he he's often spoken about the SEC, who under Chair Gary Gensler has proposed a uh, truly sort of flurry of new rules covering everything from special purpose acquisition vehicles to uh, hedge funds and climate change disclosures seeking to expand. Patumi has been very, very critical of Gensler's approach and has accused him of essentially taking on powers that he doesn't think the SEC has. So as soon as uh, the Supreme Court handed down the ruling uh, involving the EPA, Patumi immediately said, you know, this could be pertinent to the SEC. He singled out, as an example, the, the climate change disclosures that Gensler is trying to, to expand. Stefania Palma is the FT's U.S. legal and enforcement correspondent. In China, college graduates with a degree in Marxism are having a moment, even though it's the worst labor market in years for college grads. A leading job search website shows a 20% increase in job openings that require degrees in China's ruling political ideology. Here's the FT's China economic correspondent, Sun Yu, on why this is happening for Marxism grads. Because the government now has a plan to hire one Marxism teacher for every 350 university students. And they also have a plan to greatly beef up Marxism or the so-called ideology and politics education at all levels from a student, from primary students at age 10. So that greatly boosted demand for ideology instructors nationwide. And secondly, the salary for uh, Marxism teachers has also increased uh, quite a bit. So in, a, in the Western Shanxi province, where a typical worker only makes around 50,000 RMB per year, a recent Marxism PhD graduates could make at least 200,000 RMB a year, plus 20,000 RMB sign-on bonus, plus free housing for at least a year. So that's very attractive. Yeah, I would say that's a, that's a huge difference. So I guess uh, I'm wondering, why is there such a big push for Marxism grads right now? There's this growing concern about China's rivalry with the West, especially of the U.S. So President Xi is very keen to sort of inspire some sort of loyalty towards China's political system, especially of the Communist Party. Just to give you one example, so... 
if you look through this Marxism curriculum, you will never find any mention of the late leader Deng Xiaoping, who launched China's reform and opening up in the late 1970s, which laid the foundation for China's economic success. And the idea is that he paid too much attention to economic prosperity, sometimes at the expense of equality, social equality. Uh, there was a long time that uh, Chinese people would only pay attention to economic well-being and has largely ignored the ideology sort of thinking, which President Xi thought would undermine the party's grip on power. So in order to correct this, he thought that it would, it would be a good idea to greatly beef up uh, Marxism studies so that people across China would basically think along the same line. Sun Yu, is there a demand for Marxism majors outside of teaching jobs? There's a great demand for Marxism teachers within China's government departments. They recruit new staff through a a pretty rigorous uh, examination. And Marxism graduates are best placed to excel in these exams because they study President Xi's speeches and writings all the time. And that's what these examinations are all about. Secondly, a lot of Chinese enterprises, they, they are very keen to engage with the government. So Marxism graduate students are very well placed to help these private companies to communicate their thinkings and their concerns with the authority. That's the FT's China economics correspondent, Sun Yu. You can read Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, this is Matt and Sean from Two Black Guys with good credit from a local business to a global corporation. Partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash banking for business to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024. More on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. 